Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is. Hiroshima and the Underwater Kingdom. This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Japan. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller, Chip Cahoon. This is part three, with more fun under the sea. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. king was a merman with a tail as big as a house. His voice boomed as he said, Welcome, Yurashima. A friend of the turtles is a friend of mine. We would be honored to have you as a guest here in the Dragon Palace. Make yourself at home and please join us for dinner tonight. Hiroshima knew he couldn't stay too long. He had to get back home to his mum and dad to take them their vegetables. He also needed to pick up some new clothes for the children on his street and some medicine for his elderly next-door neighbour. But this was a king, and a sea king at that. Hiroshima was sure his mum and dad would want him to enjoy the chance of an evening with such incredible royal company. They would love the stories he could tell them afterwards. So Hiroshima bowed again and said, Your Majesty, the honor is all mine. And Arigato Gozaimashita, thank you. I would love to join you for dinner tonight. Hiroshima had a wonderful time there in the Dragon Palace. He sang with the Mer people, marched with the lobster army, and played with the seahorses. He even swam a little more with the turtles and the lionfish and the tiger sharks. Everyone was so friendly to him. He was having the time of his life. And he danced with the sea princess. They talked and joked and laughed together. She was as fun as she was beautiful. Hiroshima thought he could be falling in love. But remember... Every story needs something bad to happen, even to someone as kind as Hiroshima. The dinner was a great feast of sea plants and sea fruits, all of which tasted more delicious than anything Hiroshima had eaten on land. It also filled him right up, and he was very tired afterwards. So the Sea King asked his lionfish servants to prepare a bedchamber for Hiroshima to spend the night in the Dragon Palace. The next day, Hiroshima was fed a large, tasty breakfast. He was then called to play more games with the seahorses and swim some more with the turtles. Just when he was thinking about going home, the Sea Princess asked him to dance. 
and he couldn't say no to her. Before he knew it, dinner time had come again, and Hiroshima stayed for one more feast with the Sea King and the Sea Princess. Before he knew it, a whole week had passed, and the Sea Princess asked Hiroshima to marry her. Before he knew it, Hiroshima was a sea prince. He was almost perfectly happy, but he couldn't be completely perfectly happy, and he would always sigh sadly as he got into bed at the end of every day. One night, the sea princess asked him, "Husband." Why do you make such a sorrowful sound before we go to sleep? Do you not love me any more? That's not the reason, my love," Hiroshima said quickly. "I will always love you, but I also miss my mum and dad, and the children on my street, and my elderly next-door neighbour. And I must admit, I am worried about them too." It has been a long time since I took them their vegetables, or some new toys, or their medicine. I wonder how they're getting on without me. Maybe they are worrying about me too. Now the sea princess sighed sadly too, and she said, "I think I understand." Suddenly, Yoshima smiled. Don't be sad, my love. Why don't we both go and visit them tomorrow? I would love to introduce you to them. But the princess shook her head. If I go on land, I will die. Her words made Yoshima's smile disappear. But then he said, "Well, tomorrow I will go and visit them. I will tell them all about you." They may not be able to see you, but I'm sure they will love you as much as I do when they hear about you. Still, the princess didn't smile. Do you really have to go? Yoshima nodded. It will cheer me up immensely, he said. The princess sighed deeply, then took a small jewelry box from her bedside table. She gave it to Yoshima, but before he could open it, she said, "Don't look inside. You must never look inside. If you can keep this box closed while you are on land, then you will never forget me, and you will be able to come back. But if you open it up, then I will disappear from your memory. It will be as if you had never come here." Yoshima took the box and promised her he would keep it safe, safe and closed. The next morning, straight after breakfast, the sea king arranged for the turtle to come and carry Yoshima back to the shore. Yoshima kissed his princess goodbye and then hugged the turtle's shell tight as he was again carried swiftly through the waters. As they got close to the shore, the turtle said, "This is as close as I can take you. You'll have to climb off and walk from here. When you are ready to come back, walk out here and hold the princess jewelry box under the water. Then I will know where to find you." 
Hiroshima nodded and slid off the turtle's shell onto the sand. When he stood up, his head was above the water. He was so pleased to be close to his family and friends again that he began running towards the shore. He hadn't seen them for so long. But remember, every story needs something bad to happen, even to someone as kind as Hiroshima. And as he got closer and closer to the beach, he felt more and more sure that something really bad had happened while he was gone. That was part three of Hiroshima and the Underwater Kingdom. To find out what has happened to the land of Japan while Hiroshima's been under the sea, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for next Tuesday's episode. But if you can't wait, why not become an epic explorer? That way you can enjoy the whole story all at once, as a story to listen to, a book to read with pictures from incredible artists, and even a video with me telling it to you. You'll also get a bonus story that only epic explorers get to see. Ooh, and the stories never disappear either. You can go there and devour over 30 stories right now. To become an epic explorer, just put on your sweetest voice, ask your grown-up to sit with you at a computer, and go to fablespodcast.co.uk. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.